And welcome to the Texas Horror Number Station. This is Alistair Sharkwater here. And here is October Strode. Uh, yes, to get us started, we were going to review the beer Bat Squatch. Oh, yes. Uh, I actually saved one. I actually picked up a, a six pack. I just couldn't help myself. So I did save one for this. So I'm going to crack this baby open right now. But I mean, this is a really, really good one. Bat Squatch. It was the most pleasant surprise I've had on this show so far. Episode. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for recommending it. It is a, a hazy Indian pale L. And this one, my friend, is super super strong i mean if you're looking for a kick this is it right here and also i mean if you like ipas this is going to be right up your alley and addition to that if you like citrusy beers then this one is really really good uh the moment that i poured this into a, a nice glass i it just looked like orange juice it was so dark but beautiful the presentation was all there the smell was there the taste was there very good beer I didn't taste citrus, but this one kicked my ass. I was actually surprised that you didn't taste the citrus in it, that you can smell the citrus. You can taste the citrus. No, I didn't. I didn't try that. I didn't sense that. But for someone who can drink beer like water for a small six pack, this one surprisingly put me on my ass. (laughs) It's a very strong beer. I definitely um, will back you up on that one. But it made our watch party so much more of a pleasant surprise. Oh, yeah. It, it almost has like, um, you could definitely taste a, almost like a, a grapefruit taste with a little bit of a hint of, a, of maybe pineapple. Now that, now that I experienced. Yeah, you see, yeah, there you go. I mean, that was the, the acidic that I could taste and not in a bad way, in a very good way. And if I remember correctly, it has a little story on the legend of the Bat Squatch on the, on the very can itself. Oh, yes. Let me read that for you. So it says here, for years, rumors have circled that deep in the woods of Mount, Mount St. Ellens lives the fabled Bat Squatch. While there are many tales of Bat Squatch, they are all a bit hazy on the, on the details. <laughs> Maybe it was because they were all drinking bat squash. I'm not very sure. Maybe I was getting a Jersey Devil kind of vibe from that story. Mm. A little bit hazy, which makes the truth the the truth such a juicy mystery. Yeah. So, what better way to humor the legend than with a hazy, juicy IPA? Perfect for camping and potentially making a new friend. Our highest recommendation on the show so far. Episode. Mm-hmm. Now, with that. With that said, we've done something new last week. We have started our own Facebook group. Yes, uh, it is now, it is called uh, the Texas Horror Number Station. Yes, and the goal of the group is to link, set up links and schedule it on our events, the watch parties of other groups. And we target groups that play horror movies, cult movies, sci-fi. And I remember during, during quarantine... When sometime after I had lost my job, I was good money wise, but I had nothing to do during the day. And and watching these group watch parties, they really help help keep my spirits up. That's actually um, a really really um, touching story to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, no, it's not that touching. But these groups, these watch parties, they really helped me. So I wanted to do what I could to help promote and share so, so we could have more people at the events. Definitely. Okay, with that said, we had originally planned to do a review for a horror movie. We had our notes drawn. We had discussed some of the political commentary. And then you had yourself an adventure, and I said, screw that. (laughs) (laughs) We got to talk about this. So uh, I had started hearing about this app. I I believe April uh, had brought it up to me a little bit, but it wasn't until I really saw it being asked around on uh, on the horror page and some people are asking hey has anybody tried tried out this new app it's called rando randonautica and what this app does you download the app and you're supposed to have kind of a, a an open mind maybe almost a uh, a spiritual open mind with this app you can um generate a location it's going to generate a random location for you nearby in your area you can set the radius of how far you want it to go out um depending where wherever you are so uh me and some friends decided hey well you know what let's go and try this out and what better place to try this we all get together i pack up my video camera and we grab some munchies for the road and we get over there and we pick up our friend go grab a bite really quick and we're like, all right, so let's let's get this started. Let's get this night going. And uh, yeah. I was invited, but uh, I tapped out because although I heard a story, someone found a suitcase with a ventriloquist dummy. And then I saw a video of someone recorded of someone going to a warehouse and the lights started going crazy like a rave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're uh, flickering on and off um, like a strobe light. I, so I also with- had heard that... Um, with this randonautica, I believe, I mean, I don't know if the rumors are true, but with this randonautica, I had also heard that some kids had found a suitcase on the beach. And this suitcase did, in fact, have a body in it. Uh, the location of, of this place, I, I'm still unsure about it. I mean, you guys can go ahead and do your research and, you know, you can let us know in the comments if you were able to track this down and see if it was actually true. If randonautica did take them to this place jaw dropped <laughs> I was entranced i was entranced because i'm like oh my god get out of there and it was a very uh okay so you know we, we're just doing this for fun you know i'm thinking okay well, we'll, yeah maybe maybe we'll capture something you know little did i know that we were actually going to experience something something kind of i don't know out of, out of, yeah out of this dimension you know like I, this was crazy so I'll I'll get to it and uh, so after we're done eating, um, I generate our our first spot. So this is our first time ever using it. So uh, my friend in the back, Miguel, he's actually holding the phone and he's guiding me where to go. I'm not even really I'm not very familiar with Brownsville, so he's my guide and he's letting me know where to go. So we're taking all the turns and we finally get to the spot. And for some reason, you know, it takes us to a random house. And clearly people live in this house. And the last thing I want is to be sitting out in the front of of somebody's house. You know, I don't want them to be peeking through the window and be like, man, who the fuck are these weirdos staring at us? You know, why are they parked outside my house? <laughs> you know, I'm over here thinking I'm getting scared. No, I'm scaring other people over here. 
So we're like, this is weird. Let's get out of here. So we generate another location and it takes us to another house. It's so weird. But this place was a little spookier. It was a little, it was, it was a lot darker. And you can see that there was like a, a sewer on the side too. So it was, that was a little freaky and it was a little weird. And we're, Ooh. yeah. Oh, a little way from Pennywise. I was about to say. A, a little way, right? And maybe a, a a little little Pennywise in there since it was it was very small. But uh, so we're like, okay, no, no, no. Let's. Uh, my buddy's like, let let me hold it and let me generate a location. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe it'll take us to a different route in the right hands. Maybe it was in the wrong hands. I don't know. And um, so I'm backing up and I stop and we all look to the side and I don't know how long this was happening for, but there was a lady standing in the back of our car. I don't know how long she was standing there, but she was just staring at us. And I'm trying to back up and she starts walking towards my window. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I need to get the fuck out of here. So yeah, I just speed, I speed, I book it. I get the hell out of there. I don't know what this lady wants. I don't know how long she's been standing there in in the darkness, just watching us for how long. I don't know. So we're like, let's get the hell out of here. What does she look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did she look like? Well, it was was hard to say, you know. Oh, okay. So it's not that cold either. I mean, it's fresh, but she's wearing a huge, a huge hoodie. So she has her hoodie on. She is wearing her mask, but she was just, I don't know. She didn't have an expression on her face or anything. It was very odd. Oh, no, you did the right thing. Get the hell out of there. Yeah. Miguel, he, he generates a new location and he's like, okay, he's like, this is actually going to take us out a little further. You know, it's going to be a little bit of a longer drive. I'm like, okay, that, that's fine. So it's taking us on the expressway. So we have to take the expressway a little bit, but it's taking us to dead end expressways. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it was so dark. It was so eerie, like taking us in loops, like in the middle of nowhere. No, I've, I understand that. I've been the GPS before, not random nautical, but just a GPS malfunction. It would take us down an expressway in a busy city, and it would take us to an construction site. That's exactly what this was. It was super creepy. It was it was all cut off. It was pitch black. It was like practically. I mean, there was no street lights. So that's when already the I guess the the fear started kicking in a little bit i mean before yeah that lady scared us but this is where it really started to kick in and so i started driving a little bit slower and all of a sudden now it's taking us through these back roads and it's literally dirt roads so i started driving a little slower it's hard to see can't really see what's going on and then he tells me he's like okay and i was like what's what's going on he seemed a little concerned and he's like you're gonna have to park the car right here i was like uh huh. So we're here. He's like, no, we have to park and we have to get off and walk to the rest of our get there to our our location. I'm like, what? In the middle of nowhere? Like it's pitch black out here, man. <laughs> Not what you want to hear. No. Exactly. But we're like, Randonautica. This is what we came out here for. Let's let's experience this shit. So we park the car. We get out. We get the camera ready. And we turn on the night vision. And so we go out there and it's just a field. It's just a huge open field, dirt road and a huge open field. So we start walking out there slowly, you know, and, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. It's a little fun, you know, a little adventure. Mm-hmm. And we finally get out there and he stops and he's like, okay, he's like, this is, this is the spot. This is where 
where we're supposed to be and we're looking around and we, we don't see anything. We're like, well, you know, we're looking around the dirt or we don't see anything. But mm -hmm. a, a little bit in front of us in the distance on the side, we could see these two white things. They're just they're just there. Uh, we can't tell. Like, we just know something white is there, but it's so dark. So before we head back, uh, me and my friend Joe were like, hey, well, you know what? Let's let's go check that out before we take off. We're like, all right. So we start walking up closer to these and we see them and they're 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 standing very tall. And um, they're literally right at the edge of the woods. It's super creepy. Mm -hmm. And we walk in front of them and we turn around to see what they are. And they're fucking cabinets. They're fucking huge, tall, two white. They're identical cabinets. And they're standing very still side by side, very aligned with each other. And they're not facing the field. They are facing the edge of the woods. And they have locks on the outside. And it's not the type of lock where oh. you put, yeah, like um, like a, a combination lock or a key lock. It's like a, a slide lock. Oh, goodness. I remember you got to that point, and I remember we had both read an article about random structures in the middle of the woods. And it would be a staircase or something like that. Yes. And it would lead to lead to different dimensions yes so that that was something to come to mind and at that point when we saw that i mean it just the, the fear really built up right then and there and my friend miguel he's he's scared we're all scared he's like oh no he's like fuck this he's like i'm out of here we're like no 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 stay stay like don't take off and, and it's just so creepy and none of us wanted to open up the cabinets we were so scared and finally i'm there and i'm like okay i'll do it but it still took it took me a while to build up the courage to open up this cabinet so we go to the one on the right miguel's holding the camera now and he has it on there i'm like you're ready you're catching everything he's like yeah so i finally open it really fast and there's nothing in there it's just an empty cabinet but I mean, there's just something about it that was just so creepy. So we're like, okay, <sighs> you know, we kind of take a deep breath. All right. We're like now on to the second one. And that one, I'm, I try to open it, but it, it just won't budge. I really had to really, really pull on it. And finally, it, it just swings open. But we did notice on the second cabinet on the inside, it is named. This cabinet has a name and the name is Araceli number five. That would be when warning bells start going off in my head because we were talking about it. Those cabinets for sale on, online for thousands and thousands of dollars with people's missing people's names on there. Yeah, it's a, definitely a conspiracy theory that's going on at the moment. I even saw like a TikTok video about it. So there's all these uh, biddings of uh, furniture, cabinets, TV stands, you know. And for some reason, I mean, the thing is, these cabinets th that are listed, they're going for like $30,000, $40,000, $50,000. But yet, if you were to go to like maybe eBay, you would find the exact same cabinet, exact same cabinet on eBay for maybe like mm -hmm. 40 bucks. And so we just, okay, what's so special about these cabinets? So I noticed these cabinets had names, like people's names. And it turns out that the names of these cabinets were, in fact, missing people. And so there's the theory out there that these people have been kidnapped and they're being auctioned off. So that was one of the things that came to mind instantly. At that moment, that was the first thing that came to our minds. And we're like, nope, 
F this. We're we're fucking out of here. When you told me, I was thinking, is Random Nautica, is this like a dark web thing? Is this the trap get people to go out in the middle of nowhere and then they were never heard or seen from again? Exactly. It could have been a bait box from from uh, the movie The Collector. I don't know, but this is freaky as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was freaked out with you. <laughs> okay, so despite all of that, you still went to a fourth location. We still went to a fourth location, guys. Like, this was... I mean, the first two houses, all right, whatever, you know, this is weird. But that third location, that's when shit got really real. That's when it got super deep, very frightening. You can feel the fear. And, um, yeah. I didn't think it could get worse, but then you you told me about that fourth location. Oh, man, guys, the fourth location. So this one was about, I think, maybe another 10-minute drive out. And... I, if I thought I was already out in the boonies, no. This fourth location really took us out in the boonies. I mean, we were following this dirt road for maybe about like 15 minutes. And I'm driving slow because I can't see anything on the side of me. I can't see anything. So I'm driving super slow. Then, you know, so after like maybe 15 minutes of driving on this dirt road and it's pitch black something happened and this didn't happen the other three times that we were playing randonautica but out of nowhere the app the randonautica app spoke to us it said (gasps) yeah it freaked us out we did not expect it the app spoke to us and it had a woman's voice and she said okay now you're gonna stop the car and get out and now you're gonna walk the the rest of the way to your location and we're like, what the fuck? You know, we <laughs> we all just looked at each other. We're like, this is fucking different. What is so different about this that, you know, for it to speak to us? And we're very hesitant. So, but we get out and uh, my friend Miguel, he, he has a smart idea. He said, hey, he's like, how about, you know, don't just park the car, reverse it back. So in case anything does happen and we need to run and book it, we're already in the right direction to haul ass out of here. I'm like, genius, you're smart. That is smart. That is smart. So I reverse the car. So in case of anything, we're ready to just, you know, drive forward. So we get out and my my camera dies. So I don't have the night vision on it. It dies. So I said, was this a, was this a natural, the battery went out or it, it just mysteriously gave out? I, I, I believe the battery just died, but I did in fact charge it before we left. So I would have thought I had plenty of time on that camera, but it died when we got there. So we get out of the car and I, I was like, well, I'll uh, record with my phone. And the f- well, we, we kind of get up to the ledge. There's, there's like a fence and it's open. So I'm not sure if we're walking onto private property or not, but we're looking at trespass signs and we don't see anything. We do see a house, but it's like to the far, far right to us, far right. And that's like another gate to go into that property. But that gate is in fact closed. And in front of mm-hmm. us is this open gate and it's just a huge huge open field but we see something in the distance we all see it and miguel stops us and he's like whispering he starts whispering to us he's like hey i'm not sure but it looks like that that's a campfire ahead of us and it, oh. it, 
it kind of looked like a fire at first, but we weren't sure. But then uh, April and me were like, well, it kind of looks like reflectors, but you know, we, we just weren't sure. So we kind of stand there. We're very hesitant about going. We don't want to walk into somebody's campsite. It is Texas. Everybody has the right to bear arms. Everybody in Texas has guns. So that's not something we want to mess with. Not in Texas, baby. Or knives, at the very least, knives. Right. So we're able to know that this, in fact, is not a campfire. It is reflectors. So from a far, far distance, I guess a car had been turning and huge, bright beam lights. So when he turned, it got a glimpse of that and the reflectors reflected. We're like, okay, so this, these are, it's a reflector sign, something, whatever, that's straight out there in the middle of nowhere. But before we go, we even start walking, we hear, we hear music off into the distance. We can hear music. We can hear people talking, but it's almost like a chant. You can't make out what they're saying. You can't make out the music. You just, you could just hear it. You just know it's music and you know it's, it's people talking. I remember at this part in the story, you cracked me up because I asked you, what kind of music was it? And you said, Alistair, I don't know. I don't know what kind of music it was. <laughs> and I asked, and I, I asked, am I thinking it's like the sound sound of the spears? Is it drums? Is it guitars? <laughs> and you turned, you turned to April. April, what kind of music was it? I didn't hear her answer. And then you told me, oh, never mind. It was mariachi music. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. I was like, oh. Well, to me, I'm thinking over here, it's the devil's, the devil's music. No, <laughs> I'm all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh too funny too funny so you hear the music and you hear you said you hear people yes uh so we can't make out if it's guys girls you know it's just you, it's just like mumbling and it's at a far distance we don't see any lights we don't know where it's coming from it's pitch black out there so we stay very quiet and right when we're about to start walking i this though i did catch on my phone Maybe one of these days I'll have to upload it, but you can hear something growling in the distance. It's something growling and grunting. Oh, and I'm not sure what it is, but it stops. It did scare us. We actually went quiet for a moment and they're like, okay, well, let's continue walking. So we're walking out in the middle of nowhere and we get out there and we realize, hey, you know what? We've already been walking for about like 10, 15 minutes. And I stop and I ask him, hey, are we even are we even getting closer? And he's trying to check his phone and he's like, you know what? Let me put on satellite, you know, just to see what we're even walking into. So whatever it is that it wants us to walk to, it's an abandoned railroad. Abandoned railroad tra ra railroad track. Railroad tracks, yeah. So it's completely <laughs> abandoned. It's just out there. And um I stop and I look at everybody and it just keeps getting dimmer it's getting dimmer and dimmer it's weird because we can see each other's faces clear like bright as day but it's getting dimmer all around us you know that was a huge alarm right there and it wasn't just me everybody else felt the same thing like we just weren't in this world anymore it just felt like we were in a different world and did you reach the location no we could not finish our fourth destination. We couldn't finish it, guys. Um, and why was that? Well, we got pretty, pretty fucking scared. So out of nowhere, you hear this 
loud, loud noise. And it's so hard to distinguish. We don't know what it was. It was just this really loud thud. It's nothing like a gunshot. I, I can't really make out what this noise was, but it was just one huge sound. And whatever that sound was, all of a sudden woke up the night. The night woke up, guys. Something that we could not see, but it was surrounding us. And we started hearing yelping and almost howling. It started from one side and it just surrounded us as if we were just surrounded by uh, some type of animal. And maybe we were thinking coyotes, wolves, foxes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But whatever it was, it sounded like it not only got scared, but it was out for a hunt in a group and it was surrounding us. Oh, my it scared the shit out of us and we heard that noise again and we said f this and we booked it we started sprinting the smart thing to do the smart thing to do. man and me and miguel miguel oh man that guy wasn't even running he was like a grasshopper you know he was <laughs> he was lunging his steps <laughs> and it's it's so funny because um he gets there first to the car and he's so frantic and he's trying to get in the car but i'm still back there i'm still trying to run to the car and i have the keys <laughs> he's just looking back at me like <laughs> hurry and i look back because i realize hey i don't hear my girlfriend april anymore i don't hear joe and i look back and they're so far behind and we feel so bad I'm like, oh my god i'm gonna be single i abandoned my girl my best friend I i'm gonna be single after this night i was like oh no <laughs> you reminded me of my friend drew he went to a haunted plantation with his girlfriend they heard a scary sound and he booked it without her and she yelled are you gonna leave me <laughs> and then he just yelled back your love is replaceable. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a very pimp move to do. Very. That's what you did. That is a pimp. Oh move. man, I was supposed to be her knight in shining armor. <laughs> this, if there was any test, that was the test, guys, and I failed. Well, she thinks you're cute, so yeah, yeah. So no real death. Pretty cute, pretty charming. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> So we go back for them and we all go back to the car together and we're just scared. We're trying to talk about the sound that we heard. We're trying to figure out what the hell those animals were. So we get back and then all of a sudden, I swear, it everything, all the noises that we were experiencing, the music, the the talking or the chanting, the animals, the bang, it just went silent, dead silent. You couldn't hear not a peep. You couldn't even hear the wind. No crickets, nothing, not a chirp. And oh, that's good it frightened us. It frightened us that how everything just went dead quiet all at the same time. It was just so weird. It, it wasn't like it just died out slowly. No, it just it just cut off. Sound just cut off. And you all got out of there? We got out of there. We got super spooked. Um, we got in the car and... Um, we we're, were just discussing real quick before we took off. Like, we didn't actually take off right away. Uh, we were discussing the sound really quick. And then all of a sudden, you know, me and April were talking about it back and forth. And then Miguel, he's like, go, take off, take off right now. And then Joe's like, no, take off right now. And I'm like, and then April looks at me, take off right now. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. And I take off. Oh. And then, like, we're going to tell you why right now. And I was like, okay, okay. So I take off. And then finally, when we get into, like, a neighborhood and there's lights, you know, street lights. And then I was like, what's up, guys? They're like, we heard three knocks. And I was like, what do you mean? 
And they're like, was it on the car? They're like, I don't know if it was on the car or what, but they heard three knocks right behind them. And Joe and Miguel apparently heard it at the same time and both looked at each other like, did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Let's get the hell out of here. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. Well, I'm happy you're still with. I'm happy you survived. Yeah, same here. That was quite an experience. I'm pretty bummed that we couldn't finish the location, but... I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll go out there again one day, but we're going to go during the day so that we can see what the hell is in front of us because, I don't know, that was just one scary, horrific experience. That was an adventure, though, too. Next time, I hope to join you all. I would really love it, Alistair, if you could join us. It, it's, it could be scary, but it's a lot of fun. It's an adventure, and it's it's just quite an experience. My cardio game is on point, and if not, my jiu-jitsu <laughs> game pretty sharp. Oh. Okay, so with that, with all that said, we will call it an evening. We had originally planned to do, you always usually plan to do reviews, but you can see how in situation we had to make an exception. Oh, for sure, and let's hope that there is more to come about this, uh, the scary adventures. We will keep all of you updated. I just want to ask everybody, all of you followers following us, uh, please, please join our our um, our horror club. Um, that's Texas Horror Number Station, and um, look out for our event for next Thursday. We'll be streaming the Relic 1997. So I hope to see you guys there. And also, if you really like the intro music to this podcast. Uh, the music was done by my sister, Chelsea Dale Staples, and you can follow her on her Instagram, Lost in Anima. Oh, with that said, this is Alistair Sharkwater. And this is October Strode. Be sure to listen to the numbers. <laughs> and stay spooky.